Hey guys, um, happy Sunday, self-care Sunday at that, and let's, you know, wind down and have some K-time, because it's good for the soul, and it's good for the spirit, and it's just overall good for your life, okay? Um, so guys, this is like my first ever podcast, um, and this is going to be K-Time, the introduction. For those of you who don't know me um, in this podcast, I'm honestly going to kind of give you some background on who I am, how I grew up, um, my reasoning for starting a podcast, and, you know, just kind of speaking my truth. For those of you who do know me, Thank you for tuning in. Um, Super exciting times. I've been honestly keeping in the back of my head the fact that I wanted to start this podcast like since this year started. And we're now um, in the month of September. So I'm finally here and doing something. Um, And to be honest, I started this in August, but... It's just been a lot of retakes because I'm a bit of a perfectionist. So, um, you know, I'm never satisfied most days. So we had to keep doing it until I got satisfied. So what do they say? The third time's the charm. So here we are. Um, To be honest, I just want you guys to kind of get to know me. So my name is um, Michaela. I grew up in York, Pennsylvania. Um, Some people, most people probably won't know where that's at, but it's literally on the East Coast, um, obviously for Pennsylvania, but it's like right in between like uh, Philly and Baltimore. So it's like a small town right in the middle of those two places. So like usually when I say York, People always think New York, and I'm like, no, 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 near Philly. And then they're like, oh, Philly. And I'm like, no, not really, but okay. Like, so yeah, that's where I grew up. Um, That town is honestly, or the city is literally like, everybody knows everybody. Um, I'm related to almost everyone there. Um, So yeah, growing up was a little... It was an experience, I'll say. I'm sure everybody can relate to this. Like, you guys all knew each other um, in your hometown. And, you know, people like to gossip. People like to fight. People like to, you know, just be humans and kind of find a problem with everything. But I think the beauty of where I'm from is I got to meet some pretty solid people throughout the years that although um I now live in Arizona so there you guys go um I might do a little pop quiz for y'all to see if y'all listening but I live in Arizona now I've been out here for seven years so I moved out here when I was 17 and I'm now 24 so like um although my home city raised me Arizona helped to shape me into the adult that I now am so I'm 
very much grateful. Um, but that just goes to say, the people that I have come across in my life, I'm not gonna lie, like, my times on the East Coast, the people that I met, they are unmatched, sad, like, they're unmatched. And I'm not even gonna say sadly, because that's a blessing. Like, you only meet a few real people in your life, and I just so happen to get lucky to meet them all earlier in my lifetime. Um, and that's not to say, like, I'm shitting on people in Arizona, because I met some good friends, great friends here in Arizona as well that I'm forever gonna take with me, but yeah, like just growing up, finding yourself um, in the hood is a little difficult, especially when you're not like a full-blown hoodlum. And guys, my definition of a hoodlum is just, you know, just with the shits out in the street. Like I was out in the street, but I wasn't with all the shits. Like, I'm sorry, but my mom would have tore my ass up um so yeah but like I wasn't a hoodlum and I also wasn't necessarily like I was kind of like a goody goody but not really like I still hung out with the bad boys but you know I was always trying to make people do better so that's my excuse with shorts okay (laughs) um anyhow so yeah, that's where I'm from. I told you guys my age. I told you where I currently live. Um, growing up, so for a long time, I was raised by my great-grandmother, Miss um, Young Cat. Love her to death. Um, she really did a lot for me, and she really um, gave me strong morals and beliefs. Um, and then I also got lucky that um, my father's side was involved as well, even though my father could not be for um, a good portion of my life. I had like um, my cousin Tina, who was my godmom, uh, TT. I had her daughters looking after me. Um, and Honestly, I just felt like I did have a village growing up. And for that, I am forever grateful. Um, So probably around when, like, um, I was back and forth between there, like my great-grandmoms and my cousin Tina's. Um, And my mom, she was honestly, like, running the streets for the most part. She was an alcoholic during the time. So, like, sorry, guys. Um... The introduction is going to get a little, like, you know, in-depth. And this podcast is mainly for me to become vulnerable. Like, um, it's to help me with that. So, I'm trying to give you guys my full authentic self. So, bear with me. But, um, yeah, so my mom, she was out in the streets, you know, doing what she does. My father, he was incarcerated. Um, so my mom finally got her shit together and like by the time I hit second grade, like, you know, it was me, her and my sister, my older sister, Monet. Um, and then shortly after, like my younger, it was my younger sister too, Gianna. So like that was who was like in my household, my mom and my two other sisters. So, you know. A four-woman household. Talk about drama. 
Um, but then, like, on my dad's side, like, of course, like, I have my other two sisters, um, Samantha, Shapri, and although we couldn't really see each other as much as I would have liked, um, I feel like the times we did get to see each other, at least we got to connect, like, um, and even as I'm older, like, we're reconnecting and trying to, like, you know, just learn each other, because... It's hard when you have siblings that you didn't grow up in the same household with, trying to keep that close connection with them, especially like when you got parents in the way, the system in the way, and just like a lot. So yeah, you know, Um, but we're making it work. Like that's what family does. So, you know, second grade my mom took me and my sisters um from there my mom got her shit together like I mentioned and she was actually a really good mom um but sadly I didn't get as much time with her as I have I would have wished or hoped because like when I was 13 in the eighth grade or I was like 12 going on 13 in the eighth grade um my mom died and I'm not going to sit here and say it's okay because it's not okay. Um, to be honest, the way I carry myself now really um, is from the grief that I experienced at such a young age. And to be honest, like losing your mom is probably like one of the hardest things you'll ever have to go through. Um, I would say like losing your mother or like losing your child. Um, It's really, really hard because like you only get one mom. And now that I'm 24 and I'm like finally at the age where like my mom had me when she was 23. So like, I feel like now that I'm 24 and I'm just like, damn, I wish I could call my mom. Like, mom, this is the trouble that I'm currently in. Like, this is what I'm dealing with. Like, what would you do? Or like, you know, what's your input, what's your outlook, and I don't have that, like, it sucks, and then to see, I have a niece, and every day, she's just growing and growing, and I'm just like, damn, I wish my mom could see her first grandchild, like, um, I wish she can just, you know, be alive to really enjoy her kids because we were stripped from our mom at such a young age and honestly it's not fair but um now knowing what I know knowing what I know now I know that was all a part of a bigger purpose and there was a deeper meaning to it it's just a matter of like damn you had to take my mom away like damn it's sad though so yeah, my mom passed away, and while she passed, well, when she passed away, my sister was going into her senior year of high school. Um, me and my sister are like three to four years apart, so she was finna leave me. And anybody who knows 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 me knows that like me and my sister um, Monet are extremely close. So like growing up, my mom instilled in us that like, oh well, wherever you go, your little sister needs to go too. And then after a while, it just became like a, all right, well, you know, Kayla, come on. Like, you're going to kick it with the cool kids. Like, bet. So 
my sister was getting ready to like go off to college and you know leave little me and I was gonna go off to high school and you know I was just during that time like we had a stepdad who was married to my mom since like we technically like went and started living with my mom but it was just a matter of I feel like when my mom died like um things with my stepdad because we had a really good father-daughter relationship but it just really like took a turn for the absolute worst like I cannot tell you like even with yeah like even with my mom around like we did get into like little stupid arguments but it was nothing ever like traumatic but once she died like it just became very very toxic like screaming matches and just a lot of unhappiness walking on eggshells like and I'm not one like so my mentality when I was growing up was like you know you treat others the way you want to be treated like being an adult or not like I have respect for my elders but I refuse to be disrespected by them as well so like if you can't you know come to me with respect then like don't expect to get too much from me so for me I was constantly defending myself because and y'all the way I moved was you're not gonna yell at me treat me any kind of way without me you know telling you how I feel and that's where me and my stepdad didn't always agree. So, of course, when my sister left for college, it just got worse, <laughs> worse, worse, and worse. And to add pressure, um, my little sister, Gianna, she had autism. So, like, a lot of the years, me and Monet were taking care of her. But, like, um, once Monet left, I was taking care of her. So, um it was just a lot of pressure on literally like you know a 13 year old 14 year old 15 year old 16 year old 17 year old like it was just a lot of pressure like I felt like I had to grow up so quickly like from the moment my mom passed like literally I had to kind of look out for myself and my sisters and no offense but there was no adult that was around us that I really trusted um to ensure that we'll be okay so that's family for you to be honest like that shit sucks but it just you know made me stronger so you know for that a pat on the fucking back where you go kk but that's a little bit of like my childhood of what i went through um and i found myself at the age of 17 finally like having enough of my situation and one huge blowout with my stepdad and my ass was out of there like and with doing that I had to find somewhere to be somewhere to stay and that pretty much brought me over to the west coast um that's where Monet was going to school at we had um friends and family out here um and to be honest, they became my family. Like, so I moved out here, enrolled in my senior year of high school. And guys, just imagine this. Like, I was at the top of my game, um, my 11th grade year. I'm not even gonna lie. Um, just had everything I could want. 
like a great group of friends. I had like a boyfriend at the time that I thought I was, you know, in love with. Um, I legit had a job I liked. Like I wanted to get my permit, get a car. Like I had so many like, you know, teenage expectations. And then I literally just uprooted my life and <laughs> left to Arizona immediately. Like, but it was never like even a second guess. I don't know. I just couldn't deal with it anymore. Um, so yeah, finished out my senior year strong as ever. Um, got rid of, you know, some friends and boyfriends along the way and just grew the fuck up. And now look at me, 24 year old, two bedroom, two bath apartment, you know, um, at the top of my career in school for psychology and really focusing on my healing, um, especially like my childhood trauma, um, my triggers that I developed over the years. Um, And then honestly, I'm on my walk with God where I'm finding myself spiritually. So I have a lot of work ahead of me, but I welcome all of it like with open arms. And I'm honestly really excited to kind of share with you guys uh, my journey and how I even came this far and to do all this. So like I said, that's my background. There's a few things that of course like was left out cause I need to sum it up, but that's so that y'all can get to know a little bit of the backstory of who I am as far as a person and what I've been through. But, yeah, um, and during this podcast, I do want you guys to, like, you know, have conversations with me. Don't make me feel like I'm here alone. Like, comment underneath, um, you know, y'all can write me, talk to me. Like, I will be taking special guests um, some days. So, like, you know, always feel free to set up some time with me if you do want to be featured where, like, um you want to talk about something that's important to you, you want to heal, or you want, you know, some points of views, like, you know, anything under the nature, like, um, I know that I'm not going to just be doing this by myself, I want to, like, keep it, keep it cute, but, like, I want to keep it fun, too, so I'm going to be doing a little bit of everything within this podcast, because this is all about growth, all about being my true authentic self no judgment zones here I'm just you know living my best life and I'm having my Kate time if I have to say it again you know but yeah so that's the introduction um I hope you guys fuck with me and if you do great if you don't hey it is what it is you know I can't necessarily be mad but um let me see so how I want to like outline um the work that I do here is so like each week I'll be dropping a new episode and with that new episode um I'll pretty much share like a bible verse and then I'll do um just a discussion amongst myself as to like what that bible verse means to me Um, And then usually, like, that can lead us into, like, a story time 
or I can simply start off with a story time of like what I'm going through within you know that day that week something of that nature and then like um, I'll share with you guys something that I learned or something that I am going to be learning that way we can like you know I want y'all to hold me accountable because like one thing about me is like I want to do so many different things at one time sometimes like I'm not always um I'm not always true to my word or like I sometimes forget so I know like at least if I record it like girl you need to learn it like and then that's just that then um I think a fun little um, segment would be like twitter topics and that's just where like you guys can kind of um laugh with me join in with me hear some of my thoughts about the craziness that's going on in today's world and like you know the current events and then I'll always close us out with like a weekly motivation to you know keep your head on straight keep your eye on the prize and then keep yourself just confident secure um and just you know ready to attack the week with your best foot forward so Um, I'm definitely excited to start this journey with y'all, and I really hope that um, we can learn from each other, and not to mention we can grow with each other, because that's really my main objective. Like, if you do nothing else here, just spread the word. Maybe this podcast isn't for you, but who's to say that that's not for your friend who may be going through a tough time? Um... Or who's to say that's not for, you know, you know, your like your sister, your brother, your cousin, just anybody can really relate. I'm literally a 24 year old who is finally figuring life out. Like, and I kid you guys not, it's so funny because before, like, I swore I knew exactly what I wanted to do with my degree, which a part of me feels like I do but I'm second guessing it or I'm you know rethinking it and at that point do I really know things are so temporary these days I can't even tell you like but you know we're gonna we're gonna figure it out together like if that's one thing we're gonna do but um just to kind of let you guys know um so that you can get to know me a little bit more before I jump into like you know my next things of nature. Um, really, um, I told you guys why I wanted the podcast. Um, to be honest. Um, I just want to share with you guys like um what I'm into or what I like to do and maybe like a lot of people don't know what it is they like to do but they also don't ever try so maybe um what I say could help you to look into something new but guys I be feeling like there's not one artistic bone in my body there's not one musical bone in my body like growing up I had no rhythm obviously like through twerking I found a little bit of rhythm or at least I made it look nice um with art um 
Like my dad and sister Samantha can like draw. Even if they can just draw a little bit, like they can draw. So can my cousins like Tara and Leah, like they can draw. I can't draw that well. Um, I have a sense of style, but I also kind of am a little lazy. Like I either like to dress like a little tomboy or like I like to girly, girly, girly it up. So there's like really not much of an in-between. But, you know, I was just growing up, I'm just like, you know, I like what I like. Like I always had an ear for music. Um, I always wanted to play an instrument of some sort, like mainly the drums, because like all you had to do was like bang on shit. And I like loved the loud banging. But um, as I'm like finding myself, y'all, like living by yourself is probably one of the best things you can ever do for yourself um, because it gives me time. Like I have so much time to literally just like sit and ponder on, hmm, you should try this today. And, you know, I don't even let myself think like, well, what if you're not going to be good? Like, girl, we have time to get good. Like, what the fuck is you talking about? Um, one thing I will say that I used to always be good at, though, was poetry. But I'm great at poetry. I write poetry. It's just I never say my poetry out loud to an audience. Like, I keep it to myself because it's very, um, it's very, what is the word that I'm looking for? It's private, but like it, I hold poetry very dear to me, so I'd be really scared to kind of let people in with that. But just this year alone, y'all, like the pandemic done changed a bitch. Like, I done started painting, so now I have nothing but art supplies at my house, and I have like three portraits or paintings that I've made myself that are pretty good um so painting is definitely a thing for me now um I mean I'm not the best but I'm also not horrible um I actually just purchased myself a guitar and y'all I usually have like long ass fingernails like my type of fingernails are the fingernails that look like you know I don't work jobs bitch I am a job but now like due to a few fights and that's for another story time a bitch had to go to short nails because my nails need to kind of grow and get strong but I also was telling myself because um I went back home to visit my family and I like was with my cousin he plays the guitar I was like bro I really want to learn an instrument and I can't learn instruments with my long ass nails so I decided to take a break from the lane and I decided to purchase me a guitar so hopefully in the near future I get good at it and maybe I can recite poetry as like you know I do a cute little beat like we'll see but um that is something that I plan on learning in the next two weeks because it said it should get here um within these next two weeks so I'm gonna start off a slight and light and we're finna see but yeah so I'm gonna learn that and then to be honest, I just been figuring it, figuring it out as far as like I hike, I swim, I start playing tennis. Like y'all, I'm really trying my best to do what I need to do. All 
right, so with that being said, let us move on to our next little segment um, for the night or for the day. So I'm just going to kind of give you guys a brief, like, view of what Twitter topics will look like. Um, just kind of, you know, give my thoughts and opinions. Hopefully, uh, today's a good day to go through, uh, Twitter, because honestly, some days it's, like, hit or miss based on, like, what people are on, um, but to be honest, I kind of been planning out my Twitter so that I can see positive things, so, you know, we will see what comes up, because it just really varies. All right, so, it says, the first tweet I came across, my cousin's friend's sister's baby dad took the vaccine and two weeks later, boom, arrested for unpaid parking tickets. Just saying, do your research, stay safe, and stay blessed. Alright, so I'm just going to go through these comments because at this point, what the fuck? How does getting a vaccine even amount to being arrested for unpaid parking tickets? Like, they don't correlate, but... You know, let's see if she had a point. They said, since I was vaccinated, sometimes I feel dizzy. It could be the alcohol, though. That's wild, because my sister's stepfather-in-law's niece took the vaccine and got herbs. So weird. Watch what y'all put in your bodies. Bro, they are so childish on this app. Like, this is my thing about the vaccine. If you're going to get it, get it. But please don't shame those of us who don't want it because me personally, I've been blessed to not get sick at all. And I'm also very cautious to where I go, who I am around. Um, and I personally don't believe in medicine anymore. i rather have my body fight it naturally. So with that being said, you know, pro-choice and do what you feel is in your best interest of you and your family. All right, so next tweet. So, um, someone said, I reapplied for a job that fired me years ago, got the job, and then quit when they desperately needed me. My level of pettiness is unmatched. Baby, (laughs) you got a little bit too much time on your hands. Like, to be honest, I don't even know if this is my level of pettiness or if this is you just had me fucked up. But when I quit from Walmart, I literally just went through the shelves and started knocking shit down. And then sometimes when I go shop there, I do the same thing just because Walmart, you had me fucked up. Um, And honestly, I shouldn't even be knocking shit down because it's not even like the associates who I had an issue with. Um, It's mainly the managers. They fucking suck. Fuck you, Walmart managers. Besides a few that I kind of fuck with, but... Majority of you fucking suck, okay? And that's just all there is to it. Um, But yeah, let's see what is next. What is next? There's so much to learn, unlearn, and relearn. I felt that on so many different levels because that's honestly what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis moving forward. Um... see here 
So someone said, I get so embarrassed when I'm out with people who are unnecessarily rude to anybody working in customer service. Like, what the fuck is your actual problem? I feel that because I'm not going to lie. Once upon a time ago, I had a friend that really used to act out of character. Um, Just at any slightest, like, issue that occurred with, like, um, like, if she didn't get her way out in customer service, like, she would literally, like, kind of doom them to shit and be, like, truly rude, and I would just be like, bro, it's never that deep, like, you know, build a bridge and move the fuck on, um, you don't like something then you know simply be done with it or leave but don't like be rude like that's their job too and to be honest I worked in customer service quite a few times um and I was never rude I was always nice and polite but I used to come across those rude miserable people like baby if you're hurt then just say that because let's not forget hurt people hurt people and one thing I won't do is get disrespected. So, like, if you're working in the customer service field, just understand that, like, and I kind of learned, like, um, everything doesn't really need a reaction. Choose your battles. And honestly, the best tool is to kill them with kindness. Because, like, I kid you not, when I was working in a restaurant, when I was working at Walmart, even when I was working at a call center, the best thing to do with someone who's being just completely nasty is to literally kill them with kindness like um kill them with kindness and kill them with facts that's two things that people hate so for my customer service people there's your cheat code to life just do that and i swear you'll be unmatched out here so you're welcome um let me see here I'm never letting anybody double back on me after thinking shit was greener on the other side. Nah, nah, nah. Stay your ass over yonder. Um, definitely agree. Like, you better leave me the fuck alone. And it's so funny. I don't know if y'all peeped this, but whenever you post something or, like, you post, um, yourself just happy or, like, you post things that you're receiving... Um, and of course, people always think that it has to be from a nigga. Like, how you know one of my bitches ain't give me this? But besides the point, whenever you're posting things, it be that one to five niggas who want to pop up and get your attention. Like, why? You went ghost before, so don't try to come fucking and reincarnate yourself. Because, bro, you're... I'm not gonna say you're dead to me, but, like, you no longer exist in my world, at least. Like, that's just what it is. Fuck that. So, you know, I definitely second that motion. Like, you better get on. Go on now, sir. Go on. Because I, I don't know who this man is. Um, and let me see here. I'm weak. Um, <laughs> why Trizzy two times? Uh, say Ashanti and Mary J the co-owners of the Thigh High Hill Club and that's like real shit they always got themselves a good hill on my aunties you know um 
let me see here someone said i think i'm gonna do atlanta for my birthday this year with some good dinner spots um maybe you guys can help me because this year for my birthday i am going to be traveling alone for the first time and i honestly don't know where i'm gonna go so i'm gonna throw out like maybe three options in in the comments of course you guys can let me know which one you recommend but i was thinking and honestly all the places i'm going because my birthday is in february so it's gonna be cold i don't care i have snow outfits ready and I have furs ready so we're gonna get this but the first option is philly and that's just because i really haven't been able to experience philly's nightlife and that's something i want to do by the end of this year and i have my best friend in philly so me and her can of course link up um and i'll be you know lit um second place will be atlanta um i haven't been able to experience atlanta's nightlife just yet but when i did go there to visit they have bomb ass food y'all like super bomb food it was like black hollywood out there and i was just like oh, honestly in awe and i have my sister and my cousin out there so like i can always link up with them if i want to uh and then last but not least i'm thinking colorado and um mainly because like I had um, one of my best friends, she just recently moved out there. So again, I can link up with her, but I never experienced Colorado. I don't think I've ever been to Colorado. Um, and just based off of like some of the mountain views I see, it's super beautiful. So, you know, you guys give me your opinion um, out of those three places, which one do you think should you know i bless my presence with for calaweri because like that shit coming up before you know it so that's just that um let me see here i'm gonna probably do maybe a few more maybe one more if i'm being honest um Someone said, cuz asked me why was Kanye canceled. Shake my head. How soon y'all forget? We just going to act like when he said slavery was a choice, people vowed to not support that man, huh? Now he has an album completing, competing for album of the year in y'all eyes. Wow. Wowed. Um, I feel like we try to cancel people too much. Um, everybody is entitled to their own opinion. If Kanye feels like slavery was a choice, I mean, he's not technically wrong. It was a choice for some people. Like, some people chose to die than to be brought over on that ship. Some people chose to die than to pick cotton. Some people chose to, you know, die in order not to, like, you know, be a slave so if that's how he feels then that's how he feels me personally i just think that slavery was very complicated but i know at least how i operate right now and how i think right now i'm too prideful and honestly sometimes that's for my own like that's not for my own good but i honestly can't see myself 
being mistreated, being raped, being abused, and being told what to do, I would honestly rather death than to do that. So for me, slavery wouldn't have been a choice. I would have just honestly had to take my ass to the king, (laughs) take me to him, (laughs) like I'm ready. So I feel like we try to cancel people a little too much just because we think everybody is supposed to think the same and that's not how this life works. So with that being said, living your own truth But understand that your truth may not be the truth of others. Um, Simply because we all are raised, we're all brought up with different opinions and views from our parents or from the people who raised us and even from the world that we perceived and we seen. Um, And at this point in time, we formed our own opinions during that time frame. And who is it to say which opinion is right and wrong? To be honest, neither is. Um, It just comes down to understanding people are going to think differently than you. And that's okay. As long as what you think feels right to your heart and soul, then by all means, maybe have a field day. Like, you good. Everything around you is good. Because one thing about me, you'll notice I'm not going to try to force my beliefs on you. I'm not going to try to make you do something that you're obviously not ready for. Like, I'm a believer of God. And not everybody is going to um, understand that. Nor are they going to be willing to hear what I have to say or my testimony but for those who want to that's exactly why we're here because I'm growing my faith every single day and it honestly changed me from inside to out like I can't lie I'm such a beautiful person where I always shine but now I have this like this I'm like sunshine to most people like and it's a glow and honestly all I can really say is it's the God in me because as soon as I felt my faith as soon as I started to practice and study that faith um it just came so natural like I found peace on earth um or peace within myself and y'all might say like okay well you know you love God so much why are you cursing or why are you still doing this and why are you still doing that at the end of the day Um, God knows what I did. He knows what I'm doing and he knows what I'm going to do. So regardless of what you feel may be a sin, technically maybe all sins (laughs) lead to the same road unless you have faith that that sin can be forgiven. And that really is what is going to be the underlining, um, the underlining portion or part that's going to distinguish whether or not you believe in a God or if you believe in, you know, um, redemption because and forgiveness. Because a lot of times we don't know what forgiveness looks like. Forgiveness is where you finally say, okay, I can accept that that happened to me or that you did that to me. And then from there you no longer bring that up because you chose to move forward and move past it but with this generation 
we don't understand forgiveness because we think forgiveness is someone saying, I'm sorry, and you saying, oh, it's okay. But then when you get into an argument a week later, you bring up that same scenario, that same situation. And that's not forgiveness. You're temporarily saying it's okay. And then you're bringing it back up and throwing it in someone's face um, at a moment's notice whenever things don't go your way. And to be honest, um, we have to learn forgiveness, like not for other people, not just for other people, but for ourselves, because it really just comes down to you accepting a part of you who who did something or you accept that someone's did something to you. You don't need to hear, I'm sorry, I apologize. No, you just need to make peace with what it is that you went through or that you put yourself through or put someone else through. And you need to be remorseful um, and genuinely, you know, feel as though you're not going to want to do that again. And you're going to want to do better next time. And once you do that, there you go. You're on your way to forgiveness. But I feel like um, Twitter topics are definitely done. And um, that little, um, you know, sideline of my faith in Jesus brings me to um, what I'm going to read to you guys as far as um, my Bible verse and discussion for this week. So um, as of today, we're going to go through um, your heart's desire. Make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life, and he will provide for you what you desire the most. That's from Psalms chapter 37 verse 4 what did you want more than anything else in the world when you were little maybe having a pony or being a princess were the most delightful things you could imagine back then what did you yearn for now or what do you yearn for now how different are your adult sized dreams we've all heard that god loves to answer our prayers and to grant our desires should we accept him then to give us whatever we want Study the verse below and notice in particular the first part. When we delight in the Lord, he gives us the desire of our heart. Lord, let my heart be filled. Let my heart be full of love for you before I begin to ask for provision of my desires. Let me delight in you today and always. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desire of your heart. That is from Psalms, uh, chapter 37, verse 4. If we delight in financial success, washboard abs, or highly accomplished children, God makes no promises. This does not mean we are wrong for wanting these things, just that God isn't necessarily invested in making them happen for us. When we delight ourselves in the Lord, he places desires in our heart, and we realize just how well he knows us. Delight in the Lord tonight and see what he drops on your heart. Lord, I submit my heart's desires to your will. I don't always know what is a good desire and what is a worldly desire, so I just come to you in honesty and trust that you can sort out what comes from a good heart and what comes from a selfish heart. So this is the discussion, guys. Take an honest look at the things you long for, dream about, and desire. What do they reveal about your relationship with God? What changes, if any, do you need to make?
to be honest with you guys, 110% because that's all we're promoting here. I have worldly desires and I've been praying for God to kind of show me what it is he needs from me um, and what my passion truly is because I'll go over like my worldly desires but then I'll go over to what I feel my purpose is that way you guys can have an understanding so for example my worldly desires are love um I want a husband I want a huge family I want a foundation of just love and um honesty and just wantedness and to be honest I want God to be at the center of all of that but I know that with me wanting love and me wanting a husband um that can distract me a lot of times because sometimes I put my time and energy into men who don't deserve it especially because right now I have so much work ahead of me where I can't necessarily afford to just be giving my time to anybody, if that makes sense. Especially because in this generation, it's really hard to come by men who still believe in the dream of being married to one wife, not to mention, um, because you'll be surprised, some guys want, or some men want multiple wives. There's nothing wrong with that, whatever satisfies you. but. Me personally, I want one husband. Um, I want us to be, you know, the foundation. I want God to be our center. And then I want kids. So, obviously, those are my worldly desires. And I honestly, I've been praying to God to remove those from me. Because worldly desires do me no good. It only distracts me. And I have faith that God knows my heart. So, he already knows what it is I'm looking for which is why he hasn't yet presented me with those things just yet because he knows I still have work to do on myself to be prepared for when that time comes. However, another desire that I have is that I wanna give back to the youth. I wanna give back to women, I wanna give back to children, I wanna give back to troubled kids, um, kids in the system, um, kids in the streets, just, um, you know, young teen moms, just all of the above. Like, I want to give back. I want to have a safe place for um, children to come to and be able to honestly express themselves and, like, get get out whatever it is that they're holding on to. And not to mention teaching and showing them what God can do for you. Like, um, and like I said, I'm not one to really push my faith onto others but that will always be an option because anything that I do I do want to mention how good God is and like how when you have him you need nothing else so um mainly I just want kids to be able to express themselves outside of fighting killing selling drugs um you know making babies um exploiting themselves like things of that nature I feel like there's so much more to us and it really starts with ourselves but then it also starts with what we do for the youth for those that are coming up so that's one desire that I truly have and I feel like as long as I incorporate God in that desire anything is possible so um honestly guys I'll say for y'all to take an honest look at the things that you long for dream about and desire 
and just ask yourself what do they reveal about what it is you're doing in your life now and if you do have a relationship with God how is it benefiting that and then um what changes if you need to make any do you need to make um I already told you guys my changes are I put my worldly desires to rest and now I simply am praying for guidance so wherever my day takes me is where it takes me so great discussion guys great discussion this K time was much needed so we're trickling down to the last few minutes of um, you know the introduction and if you guys haven't remembered my name is Kayla but you can call me Kay um, but I am going to go with um, I'm going to close this out so pretty much our weekly motivation just remember uh, there is always a, a fresh start or you can always start fresh your past has passed when you are called to release whatever you've held on to for far too long let go surrender as best you can and start anew how exciting you can begin again in whichever way you choose reveal in this idea then prepare yourself for the energy of bright brand new beginnings honestly whatever it is you went through today yesterday last week last year last month whatever the case may be just remember when you go to sleep and you wake up that is a brand new start you can literally do a 180 and become a whole different person um and i try to do this every day of my life because um i'm starting to actually care about like you know my fitness um my health and just like you know my eating habits and some days i do horrible but then i wake up and then i start fresh the next day simply because look i was granted the next day and i can always change the reality around me as long as i put the work in for it so just remember anything that you're going through or that you've been through it's now in the past you can't relive yesterday you can only live for today um you can't live for tomorrow you have to live for today so the things that you want to hold off until tomorrow do them today cuz tomorrow's never promised and we now have the opportunity to start fresh and that alone is a blessing so guys um i honestly hope that you enjoyed this time with me i'm sorry if you know an hour was a little bit too much for you give me your feedback but in other words um i am really excited to start this journey um and as i do this i'm sure i'll get better with um my transitions but um i appreciate you guys for tuning in um stay tuned for next week i will be dropping my podcast every sunday um and then the teaser will go out um probably Thursday or Friday of the week prior so um you know definitely be on the lookout for the work ahead um this is our time to do some self care do some healing do some honestly some positive things so um i'm excited i hope you guys are too 
Um, but without further ado, um, I will see you soon. So thanks, everybody. Um, love you all. And good day and good night.